Welcome to Wanderer Lost, the podcast that discusses the beauty of being off course. I'm Allie, and somehow I always find my life going off course. This is episode one, and it is called What the Heck to Pack. Today, I have Taylor with me, and we're going to be talking about her upcoming European adventure to Greece. What? She's also my special effects person. Yes, I make lots of sound effects. That's my job. Um, so Taylor, you have less than a month until your trip. Are you like super pumped? Mm-hmm. So I think we're down to like 20 days now. Oh I my think God. We're so soon. I'm super excited. I've never been to Europe before. So it's gonna be a whole new experience. Yes. And just so that the listeners know, how many other places have you traveled thus far? Or like where else have you kind of gone? So, outside of the country, I've only been to Mexico. I've gone a couple of times. I went to Cancun and uh, Puerto Vallarta. But other than that, I've only been to, like, California, Colorado, like, the neighboring states. Fair, fair. Also, so the listeners know, we live in Nevada, Mm -hmm. which is not Nevada. It (laughs) is Nevada. Nevada. (laughs) I love in shows when they actually pronounce that correctly. Mm -hmm. I think I was watching, like, Veep. On, you know, on HBO, and they actually, there was one guy who was constantly like, Nevada, and everyone else would say Nevada. <laughs> See, so he's the only one who's actually been on this side of the country, <laughs> who's used to this area. I guess that's what happens when you're a vice president. <laughs> you just never come to Nevada. <laughs> I did want to talk about something that I'll be adding to the next upcoming podcast episodes, since... We both love food, and since I love food, like, literally plan traveling around food. Oh, that's, like, the main thing you have to look out for when you go anywhere. I mean, that's why we're going to Italy. (laughs) The food. Oh, the pasta. (laughs) It's the pasta that you must have. (laughs) I mean, no offense to anyone. (laughs) My accents are very bad. Anyway, I figured each episode we would pick a food or a drink and make that or try it before or on each episode so that we can tell you guys about the deliciousness that we're experiencing or the horribleness. I did read up on um, some alcohol and food that is common to Greece. Is any of it greasy? (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends on how you make it. Mm -hmm. We had kind of talked about this before, I know, but I always mispronounce it and always call it a gyro. Oh, yeah. We literally Googled this, what, four hours ago? Mm -hmm. And I still already for... Euro. It's like like the money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Money. My boyfriend can always say it and it makes me really mad and I don't know... How or why he always knows how to pronounce it. Why do people remember that? That's what I want to know. Like, is it, have they had one that's, like, so good that, like, they, that's just, they just remember how to say it? Like, I I really want to know. Maybe. It was so good that they were like, yippee, and that's how they remember it. Euro? Yippee? (laughs) Yippee! It sounds like something that, like, a Sesame Street character would say. (laughs) Oh, man. We also were looking at the um, yuzo. I did Google how to say that. Is that how you say it? Yes. Okay. It's this alcohol that tastes like black licorice, apparently, that is native to Greece. 
So is this there like the OG Jägermeister? I mean, I guess, right? It's got to be, because I feel like Jaeger hasn't been around that long, and this seems like it's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll have to try it while I'm there, of course, Ugh. but that might be a one-and-done kind of thing. Ugh. Well, when you come back, we'll get a bottle. I will drive to Sacramento to get a bottle. <laughs> we'll do a shot on an episode, and you can re- relive your grease memories. Mm, I hope they're good memories. <laughs> oh, they will be. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so tell us a little bit, like, about your trip, like, how you ended up planning it, like, how it came to fruition. How did you conceive this trip? (laughs) It was conceived. Um, so I have a friend who traveled last year with a company called EF Ultimate Break, and she loved it, and so we decided we wanted to go on another trip. Um, originally we were going to go to Costa Rica for New Year's, but, oh, that would have been so great. But that ended up falling through, and so we later on re-synced on it and decided to go through the same company to Greece, because that's one of these places that's just on both of our bucket lists. We really wanted to go, and we wanted to go while we were young and of clubbing age. (laughs) (laughs) If I say it like that, does that make me not of clubbing age? I think so. (laughs) Like... I'm going to be one of the old folks. I can just picture you, like, you know, you're walking out of the house or the Airbnb or the hostel or wherever mm-hmm. you're staying, and you're, you're like, well, hang on, guys, I'm coming too. I need my locker. I forgot my cane inside. <laughs> Did anyone bring prunes? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we're traveling through there, and I think that was the rest of my answer. I think I had more insight. Sorry, guys. There's a dog here. Don't mind him. He's the best. Okay, so next point. I gotta know, like, where do you stand on the carry-on versus check? Mm, so, I have strong feelings on this. Ooh. So, it's one of my biggest fears to travel somewhere and my luggage get lost and be without all of my possessions the entire time I'm there. <laughs> And so I understand that checking a bag is very convenient. You don't have to worry about tiny little itty-bitty travel sizes or shoving your bag in there and, like, fighting someone for a space in the overhead. But it's not worth it. you got to carry on. Yeah, man. You know, I completely agree. Um, When we went on our big Europe trip for three weeks, Mm -hmm. I took my backpack. Like, now, like, my legit, like, 60-liter, like, backpacking backpack, Mm -hmm. but it technically is carry-on, like, dimensions, and that's, I mean, I lived out of that thing. Like, I did not need a bigger bag. So, did you just, like, wear the same shirt a bunch? (laughs) Did you layer on a bunch and just take off a shirt each day? How did that work? (laughs) So, there was, I mean, every time I travel, I find that I pack 12 things Mm -hmm. and wear, like, two of them. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) So, um, no, we actually stayed in a lot of Airbnbs that had, like, washers and dryers. Mm. I tried to make a point to, like, plan like that so that we were able to wash clothes. That was also, like, back in the day when I didn't wear all-natural deodorant. (laughs) (laughs) Back when you could last a few days. (laughs) Yeah, back when I wasn't, like, you know, a stinky. (laughs) Now it seems like if I'm doing a lot of, like, walking and it's hot, 
Like, oh, Costa Rica was so hard. I felt so gross the entire time we were there. Well, I mean, everyone else probably did too. So you were amongst friends. It, it, it was pretty humid down in Tamarindo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I mean, I tried to plan it. I remember we did like two or three loads of laundry while we were there. Mm-hmm. And we would just watch everything. But I will say... The worst part was the panty situation. Ooh, yes. See, every time I travel, I got to pack every single pair I own. I might even be going for three days, but you know what? My whole drawer's going in there. You might have a booty blowout. You never know. <laughs> you got to be ready for anything. I mean, like, is it bad to keep a spare in your purse? Because I don't think so. I mean, I carry purse snacks. So, <laughs> might be some crummy undies in that situation. But if you don't carry purse snacks, then yes. Better than poopy undies. Oh, very true. I'll take crummy undies on the day takes over. <laughs> yeah, no, the panty situation, like, to get real for a moment was hard. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would end up, because I, you just don't really think about panties until you're packing them. Mm-hmm. You know, you always just assume, like, oh, yeah, I've got enough panties for this whole trip. It's going to be fine. And then you pack, and you're like, I only have ten pairs of panties. (laughs) What if I need to change them six times a day? (laughs) Well, if you're going for three weeks. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, you also, like, personally, I get kind of tired. We might go home, shower. I hate putting on dirty panties after showering. So two or three times, I legit wash my panties in the shower. On the dry, put them on the next day. Were they a little damp? Yes. (laughs) That's just being resourceful, though. I know. Thank you. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Um, So, yeah, I mean, standard carry-on is like 22 inches by 14 inches by 9 inches. So it is smaller. Mm -hmm. And there's less room for souvenirs, which personally is kind of a down. I love bringing stuff back. Mm -hmm. Normally it all goes to, like, friends and family. (laughs) And we have, like, one thing that we keep. Mm -hmm. That's probably better, though. I mean, check is really nice, too. Like, every... There's a lot of people I know. My family's always check bags. And they've never had problems. Mm -hmm. So, I guess it just kind of depends, you know? But, like, on the off chance that you, like, get to Europe and your bag didn't get to Europe... Yeah. I guess you're gonna go buy new clothes. Yes. You're gonna be without those 30 pairs of underwear you packed. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) What we're planning to do, as far as I know, though, is... One of our friends is checking a bag. I think the rest of us are going to carry on. And so if you need something extra to go in a carry-on, like if you have to bring the big hairspray, you sneak it in their bag and then you're good to go. I mean, Grandma's got to do her hair to go out clubbing. Yeah, exactly. That's where I keep my prunes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, so speaking of prunes. Oh, no. I hate that (laughs) lead-in. It actually has nothing to do with trip like what do you need prunes well i hope that in any situation that i need prunes i can find something there that will get me by because that's going to take up a lot of space in my carry-on that i might not need that i might not need true true <laughs> so uh, when we pack to go places like there's a lot of research for packing that like goes into it for us mm-hmm. so Maybe not necessarily Kyle, but I do a lot of research in the night before. He's like, what should I pack? And I'm like, don't worry, I made you a list. See, so I'm not regularly much of a shopper. I'm just kind of like jeans and t-shirts or workout clothes every single day. And so I usually shop for a trip. 
And so I kind of have to sit there and plan out my outfits. I made a little Excel spreadsheet so I could see them all next to each other, plan out what I was gonna wear. So that's pretty much the extent of where my research ends up, is just shopping for new things online. But you also kind of want to make sure you're thinking about like what pictures you're going to take and the color schemes and mm-hmm. all that Insta-worthy stuff. I feel like Greece is very like natural tones and florals and that kind of thing too. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be like what's in style right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the research that I did to prepare for this episode. <laughs> you're basically going to Greece now too. I know. I might as well. <laughs> if okay, I had a carry it. on, you'd fit. <laughs> oh, I wish. Um, so in the... In the research I did for it, though, like, it said that men are dressed, like, impeccably well, which, like, God, I'm so glad I'm married and don't have to try to look at that. Damn. And women are also, like, not ashamed of their bodies. So they're wearing, like, high heels, short skirts, you know, going clubbing, you're going to fit right in. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. The whole culture, from my understanding, is just very exuberant, very extroverted. So there's just... A lot of character. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I tend not to be that way. So hopefully it'll get me out of my comfort zone a little bit. I think you'll love it. Um, But it also, like, Greece and a lot of places we've been in Europe, too, have a ton of, like, churches and monasteries that do require you to, like, cover up. (laughs) So those short skirts ain't going to fly there. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to cover my ankles. I'm... So I didn't think about this until you mentioned it, actually, the other day. So I think I'm going to get, like, a little, like, swimsuit kind of, like, cover-up thing that mm-hmm. covers my shoulders, and it's nice and long, so that way I can just toss that around me like a bell in an old movie and walk <laughs> in the monastery. Oh, I love that scene so much. <laughs> little hair flip while you're at it. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, we went to one in it was in Germany in Hanover mm-hmm. and I remember walking in and I was wearing I think I was wearing shorts and like a tank top or something because it was it was actually fairly warm we were there in October um but you know me I just I'm like always kind of hot so mm-hmm. but I remember walking in and the priest father uh, whatever you call him not to be disrespectful but I don't know <laughs> which he was um he was like you can't be here you need to, you, like, you're not wearing enough clothes. Dang. And I was, like, in, like, modest shorts. Like, it wasn't short shorts or anything like that in a tank mm-hmm. top. But they're huge on, like, shoulders being covered. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times closed-toed shoes even. And I think I was wearing tennis shoes, so I think that part was okay. Mm-hmm. Well, at least your toes were modest. My toes were so modest. <laughs> like, the whole trip. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was, like, I don't know. That was, like, a huge kind of... I guess, reminder to remember that side of the culture. And if that's something you want to do, to make sure that you're packing for that too, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I ended up, I usually, I really like to buy articles of clothing on trips. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a favorite of mine. <laughs> so I actually have a cardigan from Amsterdam from that cool. same Europe trip. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite cardigan. I wish you'd had it before you went to the monastery. Yeah, yeah, me too. That was the, like, next stop after that, I think. So, mm. shit out of luck. <laughs> if you could have just reversed then from there, you would have been set. Yeah, and it was only because I was cold in Amsterdam, too. And I was mm-hmm. like, Kyle, I'm cold. I need a sweater. I'm going to go in the store. <laughs> That's good, though, because, like, it's something functional to bring home with you that yeah. isn't just, like, a little knick-knack that gathers dust. Mm-hmm. Like, something where every single time you wear it, you're going to be like, oh, this was when I was in Amsterdam. <laughs> no, I do really feel like that. And there was one time I couldn't find it for like a month. Aww. 
Aww. And I was like, where is my cardigan? My cardigan? No. I would be so sad. <laughs> I was really sad. And I think it was at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. I think she borrowed it and didn't give it back. How dare she? I know. <laughs> I know. Mother. <laughs> but that's also the best thing about cardigans. They're so versatile. Mm-hmm. They fit so many different sizes. I do love me a good old cardigan. Mm-hmm. You can use it for like a bikini cover-up even. Like a pair of shorts and a cardigan. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got so much style. Mm. <laughs> also, keenies. Are you bringing any keenies on your trip? So, about two. Ooh, only one of them works. <laughs> so, one of them I got online. Uh, um, yes, yes. It's kind of a, reveals a little booty. It's supposed to be kind of like a thong, but not a thong. A little bit more modest than that. And it's all white. And then the top is like this really cute, like, uh, it's got plants on it. Because, of course, because I'm obsessed with plants. But it's too small. (laughs) Way too small. And so that's not coming. And then the other one's just a cute little white, like, bikini. It's got little flowers and plants all over, a cute little bow. And that's going to be my my main piece. I'm sensing a theme with your clothes and your bathing suits. Yeah, it's almost like I really love plants or something. Yes. (laughs) Um, Well, something else I read um, about Greece specifically Mm -hmm. was someone had mentioned really wishing they brought water shoes. Because I guess some of the beaches can be really rocky. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing as far as that? Are you thinking of bringing water shoes? Or you're just gonna. So I have my regular tennis shoes. They're like a. They're made out of these like bamboo fibers. So they dry really fast and they breathe really well. Mm-hmm. So I kind of figured if I needed them, I just use those to like be in the water and stuff, and then switch to my sandals once I got back to the beach. Nice. Because they just shoes take up so much space. Again, back to the carry-on <sighs> thing. If I were checking a bag, might bring more, but I'm just gonna multifunction these shoes. Honestly, like I have never had a problem taking a pair of tennis shoes and a pair of sandals. Mm-hmm. Now I. I will say, though, that when we went to Costa Rica, mm-hmm. we went on our honeymoon, so there was some more luxurious stuff that we did, and there was a restaurant that we went to, and they were like, we frown upon sandals, and I was like, I'm not Excuse wearing my tennis me. shoes with this dress. <laughs> you should have, just to show them a lesson. <laughs> well, the dress was floor length, so I figured they probably wouldn't notice. Mm-hmm. And also, it was our honeymoon, and we were paying for a very expensive suite. Oh, yeah. They would have done anything that you wanted. It would have been fine. Yeah. But... One of my go-tos, actually, and this is in no way an ad, mm-hmm. but one of my go-tos for packing are Toms. You know, everyone always talks about Toms, and I love everyone's, but I've never actually bought myself a pair. I hate them when I first buy them. <laughs> okay. I hate them. They squish my feet. They hurt. I just, God, I want to throw them away every second I put them on. <laughs> But then a week goes by, and then, like, two weeks goes by, and then you're like, you know what? These are comfy. And then they get really comfy. Mm, you just got to break them in. You just got to break that bad boy in. <laughs> you, you should just, like, <laughs> you just got to take them and, like, break them in half and smack some rocks with them and just, like, give them a beating first. And the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you're going to something else. <laughs> Just to clarify, in case you were so glad you did that. <laughs> but that would make them more comfortable. You wouldn't have to go through the pain. Don't mind me. <laughs> I've heard of putting water in Ziploc bags and then freezing, like putting them in the shoe and then freezing them, mm-hmm. like with the shoe. I kind of tried it once and it didn't work. Mm. But I don't know if I just didn't do it right. <laughs> 
I feel like the bag would have to be so big and so full of water for it to make a difference once it freezes. It it seems unrealistic to me. And then your shoes are really cold, which might be nice during the summer. Could be nice. Like Especially the Toms, because I feel like they get hot sometimes. Mm. Yeah. I, I have a pair that I'm, like, okay with them being, like, sweaty and stinky. Mm-hmm. And then I have another pair where I'm like, no, I want to keep these nice. Mm-hmm. I recommend those because, like, they flatten really easily, mm-hmm. so they can fit in the carry-on really nicely. Mm-hmm. So when you, like, actually put them in, they're almost the size of sandals, like, just taking flip-flops. That's and then bad. you have a closed-toed shoe that's not really a tennis shoe, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit, like, can be a little bit dressier. So That's a good idea. That's a fave of mine, and I have multiple pairs if you want to borrow some. Mm-hmm. Since we wear the same size. <laughs> I'll just steal your whole closet before I go. It'll be perfect. <laughs> I mean, I have some good pieces. <laughs> Could do better, but, you know, it's getting here. It's a process. <laughs> Ooh, I was really excited about this when I read it, and it never crossed my mind. Ever. Okay. Ever I think about a go-girl. Are those, like, the little, like, lady funnels? Yes! The lady penises. So, I want one just because I want to be able to experience what it's like to stand up and pee. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know that my whole life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Preach it. But then, what do you do with it afterwards? So, apparently, I was reading all about it because I was, like, super, like, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't think about this. Why didn't I think about this? There's so many gross toilets. <laughs> and it's true. The, you know, like, one thing in Europe that I always forget about is that usually any public toilets you have to pay to go into Mm -hmm. or you have to be at a restaurant to be able to go to the bathroom and it sucks, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas with like a little lady penis, you can just kind of slide it in your pants and stick the funnel out, Mm -hmm. you know, do your business, do your business. The instructions on the go girl say to either just wipe them out because they have a little carry pouch. So to just wipe it clean with like a to- with toilet paper or that kind of thing, put it back in its pouch and clean it later, mm-hmm. or to rinse it if you have access to that, or to throw it away and just get multiple. Which I feel that like that's a waste. Expensive. It yeah, it would get expensive because I think they're like nine bucks a pop. Mm, that's like multiple things from Taco Bell. I'm not gonna waste that kind of money. <laughs> I think that if you bought like one every few months if you used it frequently mm-hmm. then i i could see doing that like to kind of keep it a little fresher i mean it's down there but it's yeah. not like in there well and pee is sterile right it is, that's why they say you can wipe it i guess mm-hmm. is because pee is sterile so it, it also is tsa approved which really? i didn't know that it could not be tsa approved but like it is apparently would you why does it have to be approved are you gonna I use mean, it as a weapon <laughs> I mean, there's silicone and they're, like, kind of squishy, so that wouldn't work well. But, like, penises are approved, so, like, it's the same damn thing. (laughs) No one has to TSA approve your dick. So why does my go-girl gotta be approved? (laughs) But so, you know, handy facts. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some nasty toilets. I don't know about you. I always try the hover method. But sometimes, like, I'm so tired and I've been walking for 10 hours that day. Mm -hmm. And I just really want to sit. Well, and... I'm really short. And so sometimes when you go to hover, hover height is still toilet height. I can't get much higher. (laughs) No, that's true. It's hard, man. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. (laughs) You can't get the right angle to pee into the bowl without, Mm -hmm. like, squatting at a good squat, but the toilets are too high. And then you make a mess, and then more women need to hover, and they make messes. Mm -hmm. And you just perpetuate the problem. It's just a complete mess all around. Mm -hmm. I think I might look into this go-girl thing. I'm going to buy one. I decided... Like, take it everywhere with me. 
I they they fit in your purse. They're tiny. They yeah. like fold up and they go in their carry case. Anytime you're on a road trip, you don't want to go in the icky toilet. Or you need to just stop on the side of the road, but you want, don't want to pull all your pants down and hover with your butt in the wild. Mm-hmm. Or you're at work and you're wearing a romper. You don't want to get totally naked. <laughs> God, that's the worst. <laughs> I avoid buying them now because I'm so afraid of, like, you know how, like, in the bathrooms, the stall doors have these huge gaps and you can totally see through mm-hmm. them. So I hate that feeling of being butt-ass naked, sitting there doing your business, watching through the slats, and someone makes eye contact. So <laughs> worse. Has anyone ever made eye contact uh, with you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. Because everyone, like, does this thing where they, like, kind of look, but then look away to, like, pretend they didn't look. But I see you. I watch it. I saw oh. you just look at me. Oh, my God. So, I wonder if I'm one of those. <laughs> You're a looker. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) Well, yes, you should check into that. (laughs) The other thing you should check into, if you haven't already, is the correct power outlet for Greece. Yes. So that one, I got this little, like, $20 power adapter. Mm -hmm. It has all the EU, all the UK, US, and Australia on it. And so you can, like, pop out the little ones that you need. And then on the other side, it has... The like actual plugs for you to actually put your outlets in, and four four USB ports. Hell yeah! So I can charge my phone, my iPad, and then I don't know other people can charge stuff. I don't really <laughs> care. But so other people can lay claim. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. I love that. Mm-hmm. And it's blue. It's so pretty. <laughs> oh, like your eyes. Oh, it's such pretty eyeballs. <laughs> Thank you. I grew them myself. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So I have to know though. Kind of going back to like your packing list. Mm-hmm. I wish that we could share your packing list so that people listening to this, like, could see. But you found pictures of everything, (laughs) even things that you already own. Thanks. And I just kind of want to know how. Like, how did you even do that? (laughs) Well, so a lot of the stuff that I buy, it's a really boring answer. A lot of the stuff that I buy, I buy online. And so I just go through, like, all of my old receipts and find the pictures of things. I just copied and pasted them over. Um, but most of it is stuff I'm getting new, so it was really easy. But So yeah. my first question. Mm-hmm. You keep all of your old receipts? Well, yeah, like the email ones. I Jesus. never delete my email. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have something like 12,000 emails. Oh, my emails. God. And that's just in my primary account. Not even my other account. Oh, dear Lord. Yep. But wow, how much it came in handy? It did. So to give everyone a bit of an, like, a mind viewing, mm-hmm. tell me about your list. So I tend to be a little type A. Um, and I don't like just guessing with things. And so I... Uh, yeah, it's a problem. So I made an Excel spreadsheet. And in the spreadsheet, on the left-hand side, I took pictures of all the tops that I'm bringing. And then a couple of cells over, I put pictures of bottoms I was bringing and, like, paired them to different tops that they would go well with and, like, mixed and matched and kind of decided exactly what I needed and what I could go without, what, like, skirts needed a specific shirt. And then a couple of columns to the right of that, I put what day I was going to wear it. And then if I haven't purchased it yet, I made them a link. So it's, I mean, it's great. I can see what's good, what every outfit's going to look like. I don't have to guess and then get there and be like, no, I forgot the white shirt. So, <laughs> Not the white shirt. Anything but that. So I think it's great. I think everyone should do it. And then you will prevent having to like, get somewhere and be missing all these things that you need or not have any outfits that work. 
I do actually love your list. <laughs> um, it was something I never thought of to do, like, pictures with it. Mm-hmm. I always just kind of was like, well, just make a packing list, like, write it down or that sort of thing. Like, I, I feel like I'm a fairly organized person, mm-hmm. but the pictures was never something I thought of. So I actually really like the idea, especially because I have this bad tendency to, like, start to pack and I put things together, and in my mind, I'm pairing them with things. But then I forget what I've already paired it with. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, do I need something else? If only you had an Excel spreadsheet with everything laid out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can just, like, access it on your phone. You don't have to print anything out or, like, worry about it. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Taylor's packing list available for $19.99. (laughs) I should. I should make, like, a little app where you can just, like, plug everything in and it can, like, pair stuff. Oh, this should be so pretty. Make it all cute and everything. Mm -hmm. I love this idea. (laughs) Plants everywhere. (laughs) Just plant theme. You don't get a choice. It's just plants. Yeah, we're actually going to wear plants. You're not wearing clothes. (laughs) It's just going to be what plants you hold in front of your body the whole day. Sounds like some great pictures. (laughs) I mean, you'd blend right in in Athens. Mm-hmm. No one would see me. Just carry, like, a white column in one hand and a plant in the other hand. <laughs> I'd be invisible. I can see the news headlines now. Naked lady running through the streets, <laughs> holding a column and plant. <laughs> we can't seem to find her. We saw her once, but now she's gone. <laughs> Does anyone know where this naked lady is? <laughs> Who is this naked lady? The mysterious naked lady. That would be my, like, Florida man title. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I think, like, another thing that kind of ties into, like, the packing list and stuff, too, is also keeping in mind, like, all the places you want to go. Mm-hmm. So we talked about, like, going to a church or monastery, you know, obviously going to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um going clubbing do you have a clubbing outfit picked out so i am planning to wear like my black jeans that i wear everywhere my sandals i'm going to be wearing the rest of the time i'm there and then (laughs) i have like this really cute mob shirt there it is there we go Mm -hmm. all right all right (laughs) look at those outfit pairs see they're in the spreadsheet (laughs) i love it (laughs) oh man yeah i mean i kind of feel like that's a pretty solid packing list. Thanks. You know, it's a pretty solid way of doing things. Makes it super easy, visible, mm-hmm. you know, all those things. And you got to be willing to freeform it a little bit, too. Like, you got to make your list, but then don't hate yourself if it changes. Yeah. Mine probably won't. But for other people who are a little bit more adventurous than I am, don't hate yourself if it changes. I mean, like we've said, I end up wearing one or two things. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Maybe like three or four, mm-hmm. depending on how long I'm going. <laughs> if you're going to be there for like a month, you might wear four things. If I'm traveling, I always wear the same damn thing. <laughs> and then I take it off when we get to the place because I figure this is traveling clothes. Well, and like, I feel like you smell weird after a certain amount of hours on a plane. So this is the... Biggest, longest plane flight I've ever been on in my life. First of all, I'm going to be bored. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I'm going to smell weird. I'm going to sit there in this recycled air for 11 hours. I'm going to want to change the second I hit the ground. Yeah, it's real nasty, man. Mm-hmm. Real nasty. Getting other people's farts and coughs all over me. Well, and just wait, you're going to have to pee. Yeah, and that's where that go girl comes in. Yep. Perfect. That way we'll get sucked out of the toilet. God, those toilets suck so bad. <laughs> when I was on the way back from Costa Rica, I got up to pee, and this guy, there was a huge line for the bathroom, but there was the entire time, so I was like, I just gotta go. You just gotta get in line. And I always, always try to hover, but sometimes the plane has other things in mind. Mm-hmm. 
and there was this guy that was in there right before me, and I walk in, and there's skid marks all over the bowl. What? Skid marks. So he just took a shit on a plane? Yeah. That's, like, some next level, I don't care if I live or die things. Like, how? My butthole would cinch up. (laughs) I would not be able to. Oh, man. I have only been able to if I am, like, having some real big tummy problems. Mm. That's the only time. Otherwise, yeah, I'm good. I don't don't need it. But, yeah, dude, I don't know. It was real gross. It stunk real bad. Hmm. And he, like, flushed, obviously, but, like, there, you know, yeah, it didn't go away. do so much. So I tried to hover. We hit some turbulence. Mm. I couldn't hover while hitting turbulence. Tried really hard. Dude, slap that booty cheek right down. The seat was still warm. Mm. Oh, no. That's the worst. Mm, real gross. Oh, you're, like, booty siblings with this man. <laughs> You've gone butt to butt with this guy. <laughs> See, and isn't that disgusting to think about? Yeah. I feel like that's so gross. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my god. Well, okay, so what are you most excited about for Greece? Like, what, what are the things that you're doing that you're like, just like one or two things that are like top of the list, you're so pumped? Eating. Is number one because that's my favorite part about traveling. That's what I like plan my trips around. Mm-hmm. I haven't done much research about like the fine details about what little things to see in each city or like stuff like that. But you know, I have Googled all of the best restaurants in all of the cities that we're going to and planned accordingly. So that's number one. I'm really excited about that. Um, what makes it hard is I don't eat meat. So, there's a lot of, like, lamb and stuff. Yes. So, we're going to see. I might just eat nothing but tortillas the whole time I'm there or something like that. The little pita wraps. Maybe you could ask for vegetarian euros. (laughs) But then other than that, I'm probably really excited just to see all the architecture. I think it's really cool to see the different ways that culture shapes architecture in different locations. Mm -hmm. Um, And even just the way that, like, the elements shape architecture. So... It's super cool just to see the history involved with all of that, get all kinds of cool pictures, and touch all the things. So Touch all the things. All the things. Well, especially because so much of their architecture is, like, smooth stone and stuff like that. So it's just, like, it's smooth, and it's pretty, and it's clean, and I want to touch it. I want to touch all of it. Get it all over my thingies. (laughs) So that would be really cool. Especially because we're starting in Athens, and then going to Santorini, and then we're going to Eos, and then backtracking. So you get to kind of see a little bit of all of that area. Yeah, that's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the architecture is definitely one of my favorite things about going to Europe, especially. Mm-hmm. It's so old. There's so much. Yeah, it's so old. Every country has different, like, architecture. It's insane. Like, I remember we went to Leeds Castle one time in England, and it was so beautiful. And they ha- they actually had, like, a tour and everything because it... Leeds Castle, I I mean, it's super old, but they, I think people were living there, like, up until, like, at least, like, 100 years ago, or something like that, so somewhat recently, like, Mm -hmm. that doesn't seem recent, but. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, past Allie. This is editing Allie. Even though construction started on the castle in 1119, it wasn't actually open to the public until after the death of Lady Bailey in 1974. So there was still like furniture and stuff like that that they refurbished and all of that that they left in there and then you could do a tour of it. That's cool. It was so cool. 
So it's like that and food are my favorite part. And I think that's why Europe's like my favorite continent because like there's so much history there and it's so rich and beautiful. And so I'm so excited for you to go. I know. I'll take a bunch of pictures so I can like bring it back and like describe all of it as if you were there. Yes. We'll FaceTime a little bit. <laughs> we'll do another episode when you get back. And okay. You can go into detail about everything <laughs> that you learned. Recap, talk about how everything like the go girl works. <laughs> <laughs> how many outfits you actually wore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm really I'm really curious about that yeah I'll probably wear like two things actually the whole time I'm there <laughs> uh, well we'll see so do you have any crazy travel stories it can be like local whatever anything that is just absolutely nuts that happened to you ever even when you were like a year old even if it's a story your mom told you so is it nuts if it's of my own doing by accident no wait mm-hmm. yes yes what Okay. No, tell the story. (laughs) So, the last time that I went to Mexico, we were staying in a resort, and it was, like, multiple floors, beautiful, had these little wings to it, and then outside, there was this ocean stretch with this beautiful beach, and, like, six bars and a pool and just all this stuff. Sounds amazing. And so, I went with a friend and her fiancé, and so it was just the three of us, and we made friends with a bartender. And he Special started to have. Oh, right, you think, you think. And so he started just like feeding us these crazy strong drinks. And for me, tequila is one of those drinks where you're sober until you've blacked out. <laughs> There's no transitional period. You just wake up and you're like, what happened? <laughs> so we were drinking tequila for hours out in the sun, not drinking water. We just landed. It was the day we got there. And so we're just drinking, having a good time. Nighttime comes, we go back to our room. And I decide I'm going to take a bath because I don't have a bathtub at home. And that's like one of my favorite things ever. So drunk Taylor goes into the bathroom and texts her boyfriend and starts the bath and gets all excited, gets all naked, gets all settled in. It's all nice and warm. And then suddenly I wake up, oh, no. like, an hour later. Oh, my God. My, my friend's fiancé is, like, slamming on the door, like, Taylor, are you okay? What's going on? So I wake up, and I, the tub is still running. So the tub has been running this entire time that I've been asleep in the bath. I've flooded the entire bathroom. So I get up, I throw a towel on, I open the door. I flooded the entire room. So I come out, I'm panicking. I'm like, we don't have enough towels. So we're trying to like wring out our towels and dry out the room. And suddenly there's a knock at the door. And so we open the door and it's the staff have come to tell us that not only have I flooded our room, I've also flooded the two rooms across the hall. Because <laughs> they were like downhill a little bit from us. So we flooded all of that. That whole stuff was just me. And so that was wild. It's probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever done. Every single time that we saw like a fan or what floor sign after that, they were just like, Taylor, this is your fault. (laughs) So that one haunted me for like a year. But yeah, that was pretty wild. (laughs) It was of my own making. (laughs) I thought that bathroom or bathtubs had those little stopper things. The ones here do. Ah. The one in that particular hotel room did not. They're clearly not American standard bathtubs. Yeah, I bet you after that experience, they probably considered it if they did not already put it. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Well, that is amazing. Thank you. I love it. I will try not to replicate that ever again. No, but come back with more crazy adventures. We love to hear them. Mm -hmm. Hopefully not water related. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
thank you so much, Taylor, for being on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. You're going to have so much fun in Greece. I can't wait till you're back. I know. I'm going to miss you like crazy. Oh, I'm so excited, though. Oh. And listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you don't already, you can go follow my Instagram. It's at the Mountain Yogi. That's MTN, abbreviated for mountain. Um, and you can obviously check out my blog page, <laughs> themountainyogi.com. Um, feel free to subscribe, like, tell your friends, tell your dog. Word of mouth is huge, guys, so please share if you enjoy and check back for episode two. Strychodonia, or in Greek, it means the pleasure of being able to say to hell with it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. To hell with it.